What is good, y'all? Welcome back to the Punchers Point. Better beef, better beef, better beef. <laughs> Look, I mean, this was a pretty easy prediction for us. Arthur Better Beef defeated Callum Smith, seventh round KO, or excuse me, seventh round corner stoppage. But re- either way you want to put it, Better Beef is now twenty for twenty, twenty and 0, 20 knockouts. And I think this fight, if anybody had any doubts, I think this fight solidified as of right now better be as the number one light heavyweight right now I think it's solidified if you look at Bivol's last performance against Lyndon Arthur he looked really really good you know dominated him for 12 rounds better be dominated Callum Smith for seven so you could still make that debate but I think that better be as of right now proved that he is the number one light heavyweight and if those three belts out of the four him holding it doesn't solidify that I don't know what else does but overall I'll start off with you, Breezy. Your thoughts on this fight? Just overall breakdown of Better Beef's performance. And as far as the whole landscape of that light heavyweight division, we all know the next fight should be him versus Bivol. But what are you expecting out of both those guys? Which one do you think looks better right now? And who are you giving it the edge to? First of all, I would say congrats to Arthur Better Beef on his performance. Salute. The Callum Smith for going out there putting on the fight, giving the fans a nice fight, giving his all. He didn't come here to take a paycheck. I noticed when Callum Smith got in there, he was automatically trying to use that exclusive jab, use that hook. Um, and yeah, I mean, he came in there with the jab. He tried to press Better Beaver for as much as he can, try to press him against the ropes. And sometimes he even tried to use Better Beaver's own style against him, which honestly, I it wasn't going to work regardless. But as far as better be, better be, he kind of pushed the pressure on Smith, backed him up against the ropes, used his usual tactics that he usually do. Um, I've seen him occasionally go to the body, come up with the jab, come up with the hooks, and even times kind of like rock him and kind of buzz him and kind of like just overall bully him and pressure him. And out of the two, I say better be performance was much, much better because to an extent, I felt like I believed that I thought Bill was going to at least do some kind of hurt damage to Lyndon Arthur, maybe even stop him, maybe even drop him. And that's not to say that Lyndon Arthur's a bomb. That's not to say that Bill was trash. But I did think that Bill's performance was going to be like a a very brutal punishment type fight. Um, as far as better beef, I give him the edge. I mean, it's a no brainer. I mean, he's putting these dudes out every single time he get in the ring. And he's doing it in impressive fashion. He's winning on the scorecards, and then he's getting knockouts and stoppages. This time, it was a corner stoppage. So, you got to get him in his flowers. So, right now, man, you got to really give everything up to better beef and give him the edge. Before we continue, I just want to say shout-out to Breezy. First prediction in 2024, absolutely perfect. He said between the 6th and 7th round. My guy got his 6th, 7th round knockout. Better beef, so perfect prediction. I went two for three. So as of right now, Breezy's in the lead. But before I go to my points, I want to ask you one more quick question, Breezy. What do you think went wrong for Callum Smith? Like if you maybe it was just better beef being more dominant, but if you had to pick, what was one thing that Callum Smith could have did better to at least make this a closer fight, or maybe even better yet, he probably could have took the lead or maybe even won the fight. What do you think that Callum Smith could have did better in this fight? I mean, his mistake was basically every other mistake that better be his opponents make. 
they fall victim to the ropes. They get back up against the ropes. If we're going to be honest, he had more success in the middle of the ring because he was able to use his jab. He was able to go to the body, back up, and use room. If Callum Smith has room to jab you and he has rooms to get off and then back up and, and allow himself to get that space so that way he can apply some kind of pressure, but he can kind of move around and get his wits about him. So his problem was that he kept getting pressured against us. I mean, basically, better be did what he did to his other opponents. The thing about this is what better be, right? If you can stay in the middle with better be and you can box, get in and get out and not have to worry about taking any kind of pressure or whatnot because Benavides' most brutal shots always come when he has you against the ropes. So if you cannot be against those ropes, if you can basically be in the middle and box and use your footwork, use your lateral movement, move around and allow yourself to get that space and that range from Benavides, which he was doing, which it was working for him it's just when you get on the ropes and whatnot that's where things go ugly for you and that's basically what happened Callum Smith the moment he was going to get on the ropes I was like it was going to be over and once better be gets him on the ropes so his problem was that he kept getting on the ropes if he would have if it would have stayed in the middle of the ring I guarantee you this fight would have went a little longer although I still had better be stopping him it would have went a little longer had he just not stayed on those ropes if you're fighting better be, you can't be on those ropes. For sure. And when we were given the prediction episode, I remember saying that better be likes to punish his opponents more and more as every round progresses. What I noticed was that he would do this before three seconds into the round. As soon as that bell rang, better be would just push him right on those ropes. And better be as a boxer, as a fighter, is very, very physically opposing to his opponents. So it's really hard to deal with somebody like that for at most 12 rounds. It's really hard to deal with somebody like that because somebody like better be like, he's just a physically imposing guy. So he pushes you against those ropes. He's already establishing his dominance on you early, but I think Calum Smith could have did a lot better and shout out to buddy McGurt. You know, he supported us again. We said it in the last episode, but we'll say it again. He supported us when we first started. So credit to him, but, he gave him the right advice, too. It's not anything that McGurk was saying. It's not like he was saying anything that we questioned. Fight him on the outside. Hit him in the body. Stop going to the same place, which was the face, which was the head. Throw that left hook to the body. He was doing a little bit more, but the damage was already done. It wasn't anything that McGurk was saying. McGurk was telling him all the great things, all the right things. But the problem was, Cal Smith over here is trying to fight inside with him. You're fighting on the rope, so you're already giving him less room to move around. So... He doesn't have to move around too much. He doesn't have to think about his next move. He can just hit you on those ropes. And Callum Smith was very comfortable on those ropes. I'll say this. There's one thing that Callum Smith did good in this fight. There were a couple of times where he would shoot the jab early and he kind of landed successfully against Arthur Benaby with those jabs early. There were some times where we looked at it and he kind of looked like he was getting momentum from that round. Breezy had one round going to Callum Smith. I had it at 6-0 Benaby, but... Regardless of that, there were some times where Callum Smith had his little moments, like we said. But the problem is, he just didn't capitalize on them. And I think that credit to Arthur Benavides, because before this fight, 30 fights, Callum Smith never ever touched the canvas. He fought guys like Canelo. He fought guys like John Ryder, some heavy hitters. Never touched the canvas. And Benavides was the first guy to make him touch the canvas. And not only make him touch the canvas once, not only make him touch the canvas twice... 
but basically beat him to the point where Buddy McGirt had to come into the ring while the round was going on and basically told him enough. Told the ref enough, fight is over. I think what Better Beef did very well was he was moving a lot. Better Beef, look, his footwork isn't fast, but I'll say this. Better Beef moves a lot. He's very jittery, and that's very, very difficult for a fighter to handle, especially when the guy won't stay still. You can't hit those combos like you want to. You can't release them like you want to. That's the first thing. Second thing, better be every single attack, he started it with a jab. Callum Smith just took advantage of that and it hit him right after that jab or right before that jab. He could have easily had himself a more successful fight. That just didn't happen. And last but not least, when you give better be when you close, when you let him close the distance on you, that's not great. When you let him put you in the corner, when you let him put you in the ropes, that's not great. And there were times too where Better B was on the ropes and Kyle Smith went to go for a combination and Better B just moved out the way after the first strike and Kyle Smith had no chance to land a combo. I just think if you're talking about every facet of the game from offense, defense, endurance, everything like that, I just think Better B had him from top to bottom. Now, obviously, with that being said, what's next for Better Beef? You know, what is next for him? The clear answer is him versus Bibble. We're going to see Bob Aaron versus Eddie Hearn one more time when that happens because Bibble is a day's old fighter. So when this fight happens, here's my question for you, Breezy. It's really hard right now considering both of them are the two best light heavyweights in the world. But if you're looking at this fight right now, we're not going to give a whole breakdown on what they need to do. But is there anything that you feel like each guy could take advantage of from the other whether that's a certain skill they have or a certain skill that the other one's lacking and if so I'll say this when the fight happens who do you think's A side who do you think's B side and on top of that how do you think this fight plays out when do you think this fight should happen just all this stuff like that what do you think as far as the overall outlook of that fight what do you think it should be better be A side fight happens in the middle of 2024 it happens Sometime in Saudi Arabia. As far as I'm concerned, man, the opposing things that they could work on, like I said, as far as Bill staying out of uh them ropes and staying in and out of range and not letting uh better be bully him and press him. Like I said in the prediction, every fighter gets in the running with better be, they're gonna be concerned about that power one way or another. It's one thing to be concerned about the power, and it's another way to find ways to move around it. If you don't let him bully you and pressure him and it, it with too many shots jab up use your footwork use your defense use your offense and feet placement too because how better be placing his feet could also confuse you too and how you control you place your feet so everything is really going to all go and turn into uh if you just allow uh better be the bullet you know? and as far as bevel with better be better be basically all he had to do is just go in there. Don't try to play boxer with um, Bill. I mean, you can box him, but don't try to, like, go box for box for him. Bill the type of guy, right? You know, he's a pure boxer. Pure, strictly sweet science type boxer. So he's going to have to respect your power. So you're going to have to hit him with something heavy early on to get that kind of, like, Pull back to where it's like he got to box you, but he ain't as hesitant to come at you because when he falls in the northern, you can tell like the power 
wasn't there with him. You could tell he didn't respect the power. So he was able to go in there and box him how he wanted to. So basically, for better be respect, make him respect your power. So Bevel, stay out, stay out of them ropes, stay in the middle, box. You're, you have the sweet science. Basically, just box with better be in the middle of the ring. Better be basically uh, make him respect your power. I agree with those. I think those are great points. I think the number one thing for, I'm going to keep it short, number one thing for Better Beave is I think technically he could definitely use some work. Even Better Beave has admitted to it that he thinks that he could definitely be a better boxer. So I do think that if you're given the boxing advantage, if you're going to give it to one fighter over the other, it's definitely Bivol. He's more technical. And some people say he's one of the most technical boxers, if not the most technical boxer in the game. So I think that Bivol has to work on kind of using his head movement. I mean, excuse me, better beef. Better beef has to work on using his head movement a lot more, using his sweet science boxing skills a lot more, and just progressing with those. I think with Bivol, I think the number one thing he has to watch out for is making sure that Better beef doesn't cut that rate. Because Bivol was very physically imposing against Canelo. He was he was a big bully against Canelo. But the problem is Canelo's a good 10 pounds lighter than you. Canelo had to move up to your weight. So... How are you going to do it against Bitter Beef? Bitter Beef is probably the most physical light heavyweight in this division. Because it's not Bibble. It's definitely Bitter Beef. So you're going to have to figure out how to stop this monster with 20 and 0, with 20 knockouts. You're going to have to figure out how to make sure that he doesn't cut this ring on you and he doesn't push you up against those ropes like he just did with Callum Smith. Now, a lot of people, are, I can already hear it, are going to say, well, Callum Smith is a middleweight. Technically, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's a super middleweight. And he didn't fight a guy that was his own size. I don't want to hear any of that. Okay, Callum Smith went to light heavyweight level, just like Canelo went to light heavyweight level, except the only difference is Callum Smith, I feel like, is a lot, is built better for light heavyweight than Canelo. But regardless of that, I think the two things that these guys are going to have to watch out first and foremost, and I'll give more when we do the prediction episode when that fight happens, but I think that Better Reeve is going to have to watch out for Bill's technical skills. He's going to have to work on his own technical skills, just to kind of take away that skill from Bivol. And Bivol is going to have to work on making sure he keeps space in between that fight and making sure that Better Beef doesn't bully him against those ropes and doesn't freak the space on him in that ring. So when that fight happens, then we'll definitely get into it a lot more. Last but not least, before we hop off here, just a little quick one. Uh, shout out to Cal Smith. You know, he took a fight, a very risky fight. But after this loss, what do you think's next for Cal Smith? You think he goes... Back to super middleweight or middleweight, you think he stays at light heavyweight and challenges somebody like Lyndon Arthur or Anthony Yard? What do you think happens? Stay there. Challenge Lyndon Arthur. I mean, just because you lost to better be does not mean that you're not meant to be at that weight. I mean, you lost to Art would be the best at that division. So he could win. I could see him picking up wins on like names like Lyndon Arthur. I could see him actually going higher up in the rankings. I could actually see it. So Stay at a light heavyweight and get some other fights and see how you may do. He, I, I can honestly see him knocking out a lot of the competition. Yeah, I like him better at light heavyweight. However, I'm not saying this is going to be the next fight or anything like that, but there was a guy on this card that recently just fought before uh, better be even Callum Smith. Uh, Mabili, Christian Mabili, I believe his name was. We like to call him the uh, lookalike of Breezy because uh, they do kind of look alike a little bit. Breezy has admitted to that. He had a really good performance, you know, a very, very good fighter in his own right. And I do believe that as a big contender in the super middleweight division, I do believe that Callum Smith could drop that weight, those 10 pounds, and basically fight somebody like Mabili 
he beats him and all of a sudden he ends up getting some type of rematch maybe with Canelo you know get gets one of his get backs back he could go to light heavyweight and fight somebody like Lyndon Arthur or fight somebody like Anthony Yard you know so I do think there are definitely some options on the table for Callum Smith I definitely don't think this is the end I mean your only two losses were to Canelo Alvarez probably one of the greatest fighters in our generation and Arthur Betabeef who is just an unstoppable monster right now so I don't think this is anything that Cal Smith should be holding his head down on. You know, you just go back to the drawing board, him him and James McGirt. Just go back to that drawing board, you know, see what you did wrong and kind of fix it. And I do believe that Cal Smith has a good chance, if he plays his cards right, to potentially get another shot at becoming a world champion. But we'll see what happens. With that being said, I say we hop off. Um, make sure you guys keep on tuning in to the puncher's point. You know, we're going to keep getting bigger and better than ever. Be on the lookout for the Better Be Victory Reel that we're about to give. The last Better Be versus Cal Smith Reel did very, very well. We appreciate the support from that. And just be on the lookout for that new reel when it comes out, you know? But with that being said, I say we clock out here, we sign off. And before we do that, just one more thing. Make sure you guys stay on point with You Punch His Point.